0: Everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. P. I'm here with Mr. B. What's up? Yep. Coog's one, eh? Yeah, buddy. Woo! <laughs> someone's excited all week. I guess he is. He's got the whole Cougar Washington State thing going on. You and, know uh, Yeah. It was kind of uh the Huskies coughed it. I mean, you know, we've been notorious for letting the, you know, the victory slip through our fingers, but right. not this year. And you know, I resp- you know, I, I wanna say I'm sorry to all the kids back in the in the jazz, in the the sales jazz area just because they've been listening to me for, like, the last I know. two days straight. One could say you are a little bit going well, against the you grain. Well, know, you know, our record is, like, not even close to being worth caring about. I know. So when we do have our one win, we kind of have some fun with it. So, I mean, you know. Well, I got to tell you, that's what today's radio is about with yeah. us. We're talking about winning. Winning on the inside. Winning on the outside. We're talking about the journey within. We're we're talking today about amazing healing healing approaches that have sort of been buried for decades we're going to be talking about a film coming up we're talking about optimism we're talking about a new profound understanding of energy medicine and we're starting this off with reverend dr Kathy Ann lewis the journey within she's joining us here today senior minister and spiritual director of the center for spiritual living as we talk about and we discuss looking at the christmas story as a metaphor for our lives And for many of you, you've heard uh, Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis, her message, and what she is all about. For many of you that have not, um, she's been a regular on the Dr. Pat Show. And we've gotten to experience her powerful message over the past, well, it's been over a year, actually. uh, And, you know, and here joining us to keep us all basically alive, well, and thriving, regardless of what's going on on the outside. And so as the spiritual director of the Center for Spiritual Living on Sandpoint Way uh, and a, a profound speaker, and uh, the person that brings us the messages that we absolutely need to hear exactly when we hear them. She's joining us here today, The Journey Within. Dr. Kathy And thank you so much for joining the show today. Well, thank you, Pat. I'm so grateful to be here. It's fun. It's always fun. It is always fun. And The Journey Within, uh, you know, today's topic, which I love. And I'm so thrilled to, and I can't wait to hear about the Christmas story and the metaphor and how that relates to us in contemporary times I mean one would think the journey within in the Christmas story how are they related and I, I would love to hear your perspective on that well I think it's something to talk about because
1: I think uh, a lot of people have um, perhaps laid down their Judeo-Christian roots of course it wouldn't be Judeo but the Christian roots
0: uh-huh.
1: they, uh, so many people in the United States are born into a a a family that goes to church, and and especially around Christmas time. And so when the Christmas season comes around, or the holiday season, as we're supposed to now call it if we're PC, uh, they want to do what they did, but they don't quite believe that story anymore. And so do they have to throw the baby out with the bathwater? That's bad. I used to do that for a long time because through all of my studies, and I study a lot, and I study lots of Bible scholars, and it's pretty well um, believed by most Bible scholars, I mean, people that really study the Bible, where it came from, who wrote it, why they wrote it, what was added when, that the Christmas stories were added to the Gospels long after um, Jesus had come and gone, long after even the original Gospels were written. And they were written, I'm not going to get into that part, but they were written um, more or less as an allegory uh or how the, the Christ how the Christ or that divine presence is put within it and yet people then began to take it very literally and yet if you took, put the two stories together they don't jive so you either squint really hard and try to make it work or you say it's not true or perhaps they weren't meant to be factual they were meant to be true. I read that by one of um, one of the uh, Bible scholars that I was was studying He said you know this doesn't have to be factual to be true and that makes sense. Because it can be true for our soul. It can be true for our spirit. It can be true for what's true for our, our development as a person. And when I read the story that way and say, okay, this is nothing more than another story that's being told so that I can grow spiritually, then I can get a whole lot out of it. And I don't have to ask myself, well, who came first? The wise men or the shepherds, <laughs> and why? Why did they stay in that barn so long anyway?
0: Darn! I thought you were going to give me the answer to that. I've been wondering about that thing for a while now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me too. It's like I'm sorry. And what? And besides that, think about it. What
1: man in his right mind would put a a, a woman who's nine months pregnant on the back of a donkey? <laughs> Want to go for a long <laughs> ride that
0: doesn't make sense it's not very kind <laughs> but what does make sense is is the message and that's what we're talking about today um and you know on a powerful message in so many ways mm-hmm. uh, especially uh when we forget that love is the answer to so many things
1: and and love is being born i mean the, the if, if we look at the context of what the world was like 2,000 years ago, when these, or almost 2,000 years ago, when these stories were being written all over the known world, which is around the Mediterranean, there had been stories for hundreds and thousands of years about the divine being born into incarnation. That's the story that the soul wants to say, which is always saying, you know, there's a part of you that is divine. That story keeps being told over and over again to, to try to get through to the people, that there is an aspect of us born in us, born in the material, born in flesh, that is the spark of the divine. That's the, that's the general gist of things. And that when we get it, when we understand that there's something divine in us, then the angels, yeah, well, I'm not sure if there's really angels, but there's something that says, hallelujah, you got it, praise God. <laughs> now we can grow up and do something in the world. It's a beautiful story if you look at it as our story. Meister uh, Eckhart, who was a mystic monk in the Middle Ages, said that it does no good for me if, if Christ was born 1,400 years ago. It only does good for me if that story is born within my heart today. That is a liberating story, that that I can let the divine be born in me to awaken in me. And, and that I give it a place, a shelter, a, a safe place to grow up. That idea, not God, God's not growing up, but the idea to grow in Mm -hmm. me that, that I am more than what I think I am.
0: I love this because I think sometimes I know I forget that I can call upon these stories. Especially in times where it's pretty easy to forget. Uh, It's pretty easy to forget the miracle, the magic, the mystery. Mm -hmm. And, you know, stories are things that we can relate to at so many different levels. And they're timeless, aren't they?
1: They are timeless. That's why they're told over and over again. Only they just put different faces on them and different names. But the idea of of, uh, the divine incarnating is, is found all over the world. That would say to me that there's something within the human soul, the human psyche. Uh, Emerson would call it the Oversoul. There's something yeah. within us that says this is the way it is. The divine, the divine finds a home in us. And, and that's, um, you know, for all of us that are feeling weak and uh, worried and stressed, maybe what we need to do is go back to that story and let that story become more real
0: absolutely and i mean in in this day uh let me ask you how do we separate what some people will call the truth what some people call as real uh in terms of what's going on in the outside world how do we how do we look at that and make the transition to the journey within the journey that we get to create well you
1: know i think that that's a that's the other part of the of the equation that has also been going on for thousands of years, that people have always been, you know, faced with things. The people that were telling the original story of, of the Christ child being born, um, they were having to face the Roman occupation. I mean, it was not, a, it was not pretty. I mean, the Romans were, were um, nice if you agreed with them, but, boy, if you disagreed, there was absolutely no tolerance. So there's always been this fight to, to say, where am I going to put my attention on the spiritual? Or on the outer, and I think that that's why this story is important, because the 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 child is born in a in a very humble place, and I think that means that we can have humble beginnings, and that even our surroundings can be very humble. Um, but we can but we can go beyond that, and we have to go beyond that, and we have to nurture it. What do you do with a child? You take care of it. Do we take care of our spiritual essence? Are we? Paying attention to the world, it's where we give our attention to, that's what's going to grow and develop. And it's going to have to be a choice that we make daily and, and perhaps even every hour.
0: Well, we're going to talk about that and much more because it is true. We get and we have the power to call in at any point in time, at any moment of our day. We get to call in the unlimited, unlimited force in the universe. Reverend uh, Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis joining us here today. She is the uh, senior minister and director at the S- Center for Spiritual Living in Sand Point. If you want to find out more about them, you can go to spiritualliving.org. That's spiritualliving.org. Uh, check out what's going on there. Also, this, um, this will be the home of the Extraordinary People series coming up in january so there's lots of exciting things going on growth expansion and stepping in to our divine birthright right which is abundance stay tuned we'll be right back we'll be talking about the journey within and how each and every one of us regardless of what's going on outside in the world or the bling or the cha-ching can have the lives that we desire and be in service to others we'll be right back with the dr pat show
1: Are you looking for a unique place to book your holiday party? Here's a hot tip. The new Zenai Center in Bellevue. Zenai's co-founder and private celebrity chef, Curtis Ross, will serve you and your guest delicious, healthy cuisine and conscious cocktails in 4,000 square feet of beautiful, sustainable, open space. Contact Zenai at 425-457-7665 or
0: visit ZenaiCenter.net. That's Z-E-N-A-I-Center.net. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat Basilli and I'm excited to announce the 2009 Extraordinary People Lecture Series. Four nights, four extraordinary speakers, each with a message of hope, inspiration, and love. Join Carolyn Mace, Michael Beckwith, Gary Zukoff, and Don Miguel Ruiz, all right here in Seattle. Purchase the entire series and get four events for the price of three. Series tickets are on sale now. Go to thedrpatshow.com for more information, event dates, and to purchase your series tickets. Single tickets will be available for purchase on December 1st. All events will be held at the new Celebration Hall at the Center for Spiritual Living in Seattle on Sandpoint Way. Don't miss the spectacular opportunity to be inspired. Go to thedrpatshow.com for details. Series tickets would make a perfect gift for someone you care about this holiday season. Negativity and fear, two staples of talk radio. Well, we figured we'd try something different. Alternative Talk, 1150. looks so perfect, With the snowflakes all around, it feels like Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. And... Great show today. We've got amazing guests joining us. Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis is right up out of the gate with a powerful message about the journey within. And how wonderful, uh, Dr. Kathy Ann, to be looking at the metaphor, the Christmas story as a metaphor, what it brings forth. And to know that, you know, that story transcends religion, doesn't it? It does. In fact, actually,
1: if you really look at the Christmas story and all the things we've added to it, a lot of, um, a lot of what's in the Christmas story came from Northern Europe and, and from what what the Christians would have called pagan traditions. Um, but what I do love about it is even in the pagan traditions, if we're in the Northern Hemisphere, what, what a lot of people did, whether it was in the European culture or the North American culture, is they used the winter months to dream, to vision, and to plan and be inspired because there wasn't a lot of light out. So they did. They took their light. and and looked inside, came up with ideas, and then during the spring, they could start to implement those ideas. Mm. And isn't it interesting that in our culture right now, we sometimes don't do that. Instead, it gets darker, and we get really busy. Mm. All the the cars on the road, and so many people in, in malls, and so on and so forth. But our soul, if we were going to really listen to the rhythms of our own being, our soul is saying, hey, let's settle down, let's be quiet. And list dreams and new dreams, not the same old things, so that when the light starts to come back, we're ready to plant a new reality, a new dream, a new vision, uh, make some different plans. Um, I think that's very important. If people were really going to listen to their own instinctual nature, I think that they would be much more quiet. I think they'd be much more reflective and introspective. But unfortunately, a lot of us have lost that ability,
0: mm-hmm. and that's sad. That. And, and what is it that is so important about uh, being able to switch um, our energy, our vibration, our perspective and our thoughts? I mean, because if we truly tap into a story of love uh, and embrace it and have it enter our bodies, our consciousness in any way it can, uh, then maybe we could sort of ward off the, you know, that crusty, thought of doubt or scarcity and 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 that's for me that's so important there's so many demonstrations right now Kathy Ann, about people that are prospering record-breaking things happening financially for people that so go against the grain of what's on cnn and other stations right now
1: yeah i'm seeing that around our church too Mm -hmm. i'm seeing that people are getting jobs when they like in one day (laughs) with no (laughs) process this happened to run into the right person at the right time, miracles are happening. I think that that's, that's actually, hopefully that will become the new norm. Wouldn't that be beautiful? Absolutely. Um, that would also be, uh, I think, living a scripture which says that we live by faith and not by sight. So we don't, and by sight I mean, what is it that we see out there? What are people telling us? We don't live by our senses, where we hear about bad times. Instead, we live by our faith. I think that's possible. But what has to happen, though, is that that faith needs to be cultivated and nurtured, which I think is the story of the child. You cultivate it and you nurture it, and it may start small, but it will grow into something. But uh, we've got to take care of it. We've got to hide it away. We've got to. We've got to keep our faith. Um, we've got to keep our faith safe. And, and what I, I'll give you an example. That means that if you, if any of us. We're listening to the radio, we read a good book, uh, we hear a speaker, and the speaker says um, that, in, that in God all things are possible, or however they'll say it, or you, know, or you vision this or think of this and it can happen, however they phrase it, however it is phrased, I should say. And if you go out and, and you really don't have faith in it, you just sort of have a hope in it, and you go and share it with a bunch of friends, and stay over lunch or something, and they go, oh, that's crazy, that's stupid, get real. Then what you've done is you've exposed this tiny little faith to, to people who want to gobble it up. And that's the story of the Christ child being um, pursued and, and wanting to be killed by Herod, which is the way of the world. And so we've got to be, when we've got this faith and we've got something blooming inside of us, we, can't, we, we don't expose it to people who are going to shoot it down until until it's strong. And um, and I think a lot of us, we do that. We want to have approval of our friends right away. Well, you know you know who your friends are. If you don't think they're going to approve, don't tell them. They, you know, just keep your face to yourself and let it grow up. And then you're going to be demonstrating beautiful things, and then they're going to be asking you, hey, what do you believe in? But you'll be able to speak about it from a very powerful way instead of a, an immature way. Uh, where it's just more of a hope and a, and a thought rather than a reality. I think that's part of what the story is all about, too. And, you know, it is possible. It is really possible for us to have the life we want, but we've got to cultivate it, and it's always within first. I mean, you know that. You tell, you
0: tell that to people all yeah. the time. Yeah, and, you know, the other thing that I've gotten really... Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm working. I'll tell you what I'm working right now. <laughs> the thing I'm working is clarity. Mm. Uh, I'm working the specificity of things, which I've known about. I mean, I teach about. I teach this stuff. But I didn't really understand it fully until I was doing a show with Pete Siegel the other day. And he said to me, he said, look, you wouldn't walk into a restaurant and say, give me some food. Well, you might, but you wouldn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. And how difficult is it for us if we're not... If we're not in alignment, how, how difficult or how easy is it for us to, to truly get to the point about what our lives is about and what we want it to be about?
1: Well, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I think that's going to be a journey for everybody. And, and perhaps the beginning journey is I'm now clear about what my heart wants. I mean, it could just start there. Mm. I'm not sure how everyone gets really clear. Um, what I've noticed, though. Is that if you pay attention to your body, you're going to know when you hit when you hit it on the mark because you'll feel finally feel relaxed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're still struggling, you haven't said what you haven't said what you really want to say to yourself. You haven't done the prayer that that you that would set your spirit free.
0: What is it about this time of year, Dr. Kathy Ann? What is it about this time of year? that either pulls people towards a place of abundance or prosperity and I don't think it's this black and white but just as an example or has us go back to a dark place that we might have been in previous years. What is it about Thanksgiving and Christmas and the other holidays that are coming forward here? What is it that sparks something in us that has us move one way or the other?
1: I think a lot of it is memories and a lot of it is the ideals that society puts upon these holidays. We've seen so many TV shows <laughs> that are Roman, uh, I'm not Roman, not Roman, but Norman Rockwell in character. Right. So many TV shows where it, it all works out in the in the end that somehow the family begins to like each other and somehow a long lost relative takes comes home. You know what? And That doesn't always happen. Some of us Thankfully, not me, but I've heard plenty of people who were raised by people that they don't even want to spend the holidays with. And yet, um, we think we have to. Uh, Sometimes people are lonely. They've lost the, the dearest person they knew in the whole world, and they've lost them. And so, when we have all these ideals that the way it's supposed to look, if our life doesn't look that way, it can be incredibly depressing. We can be depressed. I know that one woman I know gets depressed because when she was young, she never got anything for Christmas, ever. And so now, even though she has money and she has the capability of um, having a great holiday, she lets herself linger in the past and um, doesn't get over what she didn't have. This This can be incredibly stressful for people. What they don't understand, I think, is that they have the capacity... To create the life they want. Mm. You know, instead of saying, this is what I want for myself, well, how about going out and, you know, making a great experience for someone else? Uh, Get outside for yourself. Um, You can be happy if Uncle Charlie doesn't show up for (laughs) for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. You can be happy if your sister doesn't like you. Um, It doesn't... We don't have to have it be perfect to let us be joyful? Joyfulness, happiness, and love is a choice. So love Uncle Charlie even if he doesn't come to Christmas or Thanksgiving, and I love your sister even if she's never bought you a gift. And it doesn't really, in really, in the long, in the long, in the long run, what does it matter? Mm-hmm. I, I think we have to get above our our uh, smallness and start thinking: what is it that I can create, and how do I want to create it? And who are my friends, and who do I love, and and how will I have those people around me? And uh, what am I going to do to make other people's lives better? When we die, we're not going to be asking ourselves, um, how much did I earn? We're going to be asking ourselves, how much did I love? And love and love is something we can start today. We don't even have to wait for a holiday.
0: Well this is a message and a profound one for all of us as we as we really look at our lives and we think about what is it we do want to create and i love what you said Uh, you you know i love what you said about service i was talking with wayne dyer the other day and he was talking about how important it is right now for all of us to be of service Mm -hmm. um and for those of you that are wondering how can i be of service i don't really know what to do Go to spiritualliving.org, and you'll be you'll be able to find a lot of ways to be joining a group of people that not only understand what service is, but commit to it. Kathy-Ann, you know, it, it, I'd love to hear your personal message for all of us today, and thank you so much for oh, joining the show. It was a pleasure again. Thank you. So what would we want to leave with our listeners today, your personal message? Oh, oh my personal message.
1: My personal message would be... That no matter how dark it is for any person, I know that inside of them, there is a spark of hope. And it is the hope, and this has been told, it, it, it can show up in the Christ story, the Jesus story, the, the, the innocent child story. It, it shows up in in ancient Greek mythology that the hope inside of us, if we keep it, if we hold it, and if we pay attention to it, it will grow, and it will be our salvation. That we do not have to believe in the powers of the outer world if we believe in the power of the divine within. And that this is the season. It is the season to look for the divine. And when we look for it, we'll find it.
0: Well, we'll all join you on that journey because it is definitely a gift worth looking for. Thank you, Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis, for joining us here today. Oh, thank you. For more information, um, I think you've got a couple of things going on this week as well at the center. Well, we have a Thanksgiving
1: service. If If anybody wants to just be grateful and thankful, we'd love to have them join us. And on Sunday, we have Edwin Gaines coming up from... Mintone, Alabama, if they wanted to, if anybody wants to just be hit over the head with the biggest prosperity lesson they've ever heard in their life by this huge personality then um, be there on Sunday for Edwin
0: Day. I got to tell you, two hours with Edwin uh, a number of years back changed my life forever. It, more it people changed said that. my life. I never will forget her saying to me, now, honey, what action do you want to take? <laughs> all right. Thank you, Dr. Cathy Ann. Thank you all. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat show.